Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk video. Would you be the jerk for telling your daughter-in-law that they need to take a shower? We'll find out, but first, a story from Cole Brandon AITA. Am I the jerk for sending my son away in order to teach him a lesson? I and my husband Rick have two boys. Our birth son Cole, 12-year-old male, and our adopted son Brandon, 11-year-old male. Brandon had been in foster care up until we adopted him last year. We make sure Brandon knows he can always talk about it with us, and he also sees a therapist weekly. Both boys are doing well, both socially and academically. However, Cole's been distant towards Brandon. We've had many talks with Cole about how he's not being replaced and our love for him will never change. Cole says he understands, so we figured it was an age thing. After all, neither I nor my husband were best friends with our siblings at that age. Rick called me to let me know that he couldn't be home in time for dinner because of a car accident on the highway. I hadn't had dinner planned, so I decided it would be a good chance to order food from this restaurant that I and the boys like, but Rick doesn't. I was walking up the stairs to ask the boys for their orders and overheard them in Cole's room. Cole had gotten upset because Brandon wanted to play video games with him and was telling Brandon how he only adopted him out of pity. He wasn't his real brother and other horrible things. I stormed in and made Cole apologize. Cole protested and his apology was sarcastic. I and Rick formalized the punishment after we got home, which was that Cole would have no video games and would have to write a two-page paper about the foster system. We made him read the essay aloud and apologize again to Brandon, but it was still insincere. Cole continued to act like he did nothing wrong. I and Rick arranged for Cole to spend all of last weekend with close family friends. We explained to family friends why we were doing this and told them to ignore Cole and treat their own kids normally. Their kids were also instructed to ignore Cole, not to be mean, just ignore. They picked up Cole on Friday and returned him on Monday. I and Rick sat Cole down and asked him how it was. Cole explained how awful it was. Our family friends doted on their own kids and paid no attention to him. He said it felt like he didn't matter. We consoled him and then asked him, just like how you made Brandon feel? Cole finally connected the trip to what he told Brandon. We explained how many foster kids never find good parents. And even if he doesn't want to be best friends with Brandon, he needs to respect him. After that, Cole went to apologize to Brandon on his own. A sincere apology too. They aren't best friends at the moment, but now Cole's making a genuine effort to talk to and spend time with Brandon. Cole also seems to be much happier too, as is Brandon. My mother-in-law called to tell us that having Cole stay with our friends was cruel and the essay and grounding was punishment enough and we made Cole feel unwanted for an entire weekend. I and Rick still believe it was needed, but several relatives are agreeing with Rick's mother. Was our punishment actually just cruel? I'm gonna say I don't think they're necessarily the jerks for doing this or the intentions behind it, but would you guys say that you think this is the best solution to the problem? Or would you say that there would have been more constructive ways to handle this that also could have had the same result? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. 
Our next story is from Local Trust 560. Am I the jerk for making my sister-in-law pay above average rent for one bedroom? I am 100% being petty here, but curious if I'm actually wrong. Most of my husband's family think I'm being childish and need to let the past go, as my sister-in-law can't afford this, but her behavior towards us in the past makes me feel this is warranted. Two years ago, my house burnt to the ground after being struck by lightning. Thankfully, it was during the day, so our three kids were at school and my husband and I were at work. We lost everything, but we were safe. It took almost 11 months for the insurance to pay out. The insurance covered one month worth of hotel stays, but after that, we were made to fend for ourselves, and the only option we had was to move in with my sister-in-law. She tells us we can have her spare room in her office space, since she used neither of the rooms, and her stipulations was we needed to purchase all of our own food and pay her $100 a week. By week three, all of that changed. She then decides we need to pay her $250 a week and we can only use one room. So all five of us were crammed into the smallest room she had, which was the size of a glorified closet space, and didn't even fit a twin bed and a small dresser. So we lived out of trash bags and slept on the floor for close to $1,000 a month some months and still had to purchase all of her own food, despite her claiming my children on her food stamps. She also had no bills outside of her land tax, $450 a year, electric and heating oil, which she hardly ever filled, so we were essentially paying her so she could do leisure activities. It was the worst eight months of my life. Three months ago, my grandmother decided that she wanted to go to assisted living after a fall and transfer the deed of her house to me and basically said it was mine now. It's a five-bedroom farmhouse. My boys insist on sharing a room, so we have two extra bedrooms. Well, my sister-in-law lost her house last month due to not paying her land tax for several years and asked if her and her stepdaughter could stay with us until they get enough money to move down south. I said, sure, one bedroom, $800 a month, and you have to buy and cook all your food separately because my daughter is vegan. She looked at me like I had 10 heads and said that she and her stepdaughter should not be made to share a room when there's two extra rooms and stated that she cannot afford a rent of $800 while purchasing all of her own food on top of it. I said, neither could we, but we managed to cram five people into a glorified closet space while you were getting $1,000 in food stamps. Take it or leave it. She decided to leave. Again, I'm being told I'm childish. Am I the jerk? In a time of need, they kind of swept you under the rug and frankly made you pay way more than you ever had to reasonably pay. In a situation like that where you lose your house and you're just struggling to make it by, you would hope that a relative would make you pay what is reasonable to maybe a small excess of whatever bills or facility costs there are for you to live there. But no, she was going and making like a huge profit off of you guys. You moved in in a time of need and they saw it as like a money making scheme so when they're in a time of need it doesn't feel too bad to do the same thing back to them and in fact like op said it's probably better living conditions than the one the sister-in-law gave them this next story is from throwaway 47745747 am i the jerk for allowing my parents to see my baby my wife has had two miscarriages and a stillbirth and so when she got pregnant for the fourth time I did my best to support her and any of her strange requests that she made. During the birth, she didn't want anyone who wasn't a medical professional in the room, including me. I wasn't too happy with this because I really wanted to see him be born, but it's her birth and her body. 
So I went out without a complaint. Afterwards, she stayed the night and didn't want anyone other than me around. Both sets of new grandparents had been scheduled to come around, but I called them and said she wasn't ready yet, and so they didn't. Two days after we came home with the baby, and she still refused to allow anyone around. I understand that a new mother is going to be very protective over her child, however these are our parents. She has a complicated relationship with her parents, so I don't mind her placing restrictions on them, but my parents are incredible and are so excited for a grandbaby. So I decided to tell my parents that they could come over and see the baby. I didn't consult my wife because I knew she'd immediately shoot down the suggestion and be in a mood for the rest of the day. They came over with gifts for my wife and the baby and were absolutely ecstatic. My wife seemed genuinely really happy. My mother gave her tips and my wife looked relieved to be free of holding and feeding the baby for an hour. When they left though, her attitude immediately shifted. She started yelling at me, which of course set off the baby, for disrespecting her wishes, but he's my baby too. We both have a child now, and my family deserves to meet him. She yelled at me about her grief over our stillborn baby, as if I didn't grieve him too. It's why I was so excited for my parents to meet my healthy boy. Now she refuses to talk to me, even though we're trying to care for a baby together. So, am I the jerk? Sadly, I think OP is the jerk in the situation because there's just a lot for a mother to work through, I think. Especially for one that's gone through, honestly, some traumatic experiences leading up to this baby being born. To do this without consulting them is almost like OP's wife described, in a way ignoring or downplaying the way they felt and the grief they have for the experiences that they had leading up to this point. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every single video has awesome stories, like our next story from Ticket Sold MCR1234. Am I the jerk for moving out because my mom sold concert tickets to help my sibling? I'm 17 year old female. I've listened to My Chemical Romance almost religiously, easily since I was like 7. They're playing in my country in a week's time, and I had two tickets bought one for me and one for my boyfriend. This concert was really important to me, partially because it's been rescheduled twice, and partially because alternative band members don't live so long. One may be dead before the next opportunity rolls around. My youngest brother Jack, 8-year-old male, has cerebral palsy and has to wear AFO splints. They're bulky so he can only wear certain types of shoes with them, and the only type he likes are quite expensive. My mom has tickets for Ed Sheeran, and she's just back from a holiday, so she's a bit broke. I assumed she'd sell her own tickets when she was talking about selling tickets. I was very wrong. She sold mine, for like double the price I paid as well. They're sold out for the date we were going, and I really don't know when or if I'll ever get this opportunity again. So I'm livid. I packed my stuff last night and went to my boyfriend's, whose parents are more than okay with it. My mom thinks I'm being beyond unreasonable for leaving, that I'm overreacting, that I'm making her look like a bad mother, etc, etc. She even got my older sister to ring me and berate me down the phone. I'm starting to feel like the jerk now, even though I thought I was right in the beginning. Am I the jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk. If anybody knows anything about the band, it's been a band that's been broken up for quite a few years. This is like a huge, very limited reunion concert type thing going on. So depending on what the group members decide to do after this little reunion concert series, who knows, it might be the last chance they ever have to see them live. 
So for OP's mom to go and steal their tickets and then just sell them like that, yeah, it's a huge jerk move on the mom's part, and OP's not a jerk for doing what they did. Our next story is from Measures 2013. Am I the jerk for going home after I got told to sleep on the floor? I'll preface this by saying that my husband, 33, has a friend Carl, 33, who he considers to be one of his closest friends. My husband sometimes calls Carl his nicotine because of how much he misses him and wants to spend time with him. They do everything together, they're even co-workers working the same job. Unfortunately, Carl's wife passed away from cancer three months ago, which caused him to distance himself. My husband felt devastated for him. He recently started spending more time with him and brought him meals and new clothes. We planned a three-day vacation to another state. I made a hotel reservation for two. Unbeknownst to me, my husband had invited Carl to come with us. This made me upset because it spoiled the entire vacation, not trying to be dramatic. I only found out when he went to pick him up. I sucked it up after my husband explained that Carl is a recent widower who has been wallowing in grief for so long and needed this vacation. The problem is money is tight, and since Carl hasn't worked ever since his wife passed, he couldn't pay for his own room and we didn't have the budget for it. My husband said we should share one room, and I again sucked it up since he said we'd be out all day on the beach anyway. First night, I was in the bed when my husband and Carl got back. I got woken up by my husband telling me to get out of the bed and sleep on the mattress he put for me on the floor, and he and Carl would take the bed. I asked if he was serious, and he asked what else is he supposed to do. He said Carl was a guest and we can't let him sleep on the floor, and at the same time, I can't share a bed with Carl while he, my husband, sleep on the floor. I told him I didn't sign up for this, but he told me to suck it up and try to pull the Carl is a widower card. I told Carl to get out, then got up and got dressed to go home. My husband started yelling at me, calling me irrational, but I wasn't having it. I left the hotel and traveled back home. Carl didn't say anything when he saw me leave, except that I was making this non-issue an issue. They got back, and my husband refused to even talk about it, but still said I ruined this for Carl and us, and acted abhorrently and disgustingly. I admit Carl is struggling and I might have ruined this for him, but I didn't even know he was coming. I think OP's probably not the jerk here. OP themselves booked these reservations, planned this vacation and obviously was looking forward to a vacation with just them and their partner, and OP never had any say in being saddled with Carl, and tried to make the best of it until it was just unreasonable to put up with. Imagine booking a three-day vacation with your partner, only to end up being told to sleep on the floor. This next story is from Throwaway T345665. Am I the jerk for wanting to tell my husband about the camera that his daughter put in the office? I, female 36, have been with my husband for three years. He has a 17-year-old daughter with his ex-wife, Judy. Judy isn't friendly at all, and we don't interact much. By the way, she used to live in the house I live in currently, and many times she's tried to dictate how it's run. My husband gave her multiple warnings after she managed to damage some of our belongings and then got completely banned after she accidentally started a fire in the kitchen. My stepdaughter used to live with us, but after her mom got banned, she moved in with her and only visits on the weekends. My stepdaughter started throwing accusations at me, blaming me for getting her mom banned from her old home, but she knows what her mom did. Our relationship's been on bad terms since then, but we're still cordial at least. Last night, I spotted a camera while cleaning my husband's office and asked my stepdaughter about it. She got defensive and told me to leave it alone. 
I asked if she had anything to do with it and demanded she tell me, but she denied till I said I'd tell my husband. She freaked out, saying she had nothing to do with it except put it there per her mom's request. I was flabbergasted and couldn't believe what she said. She begged me not to tell my husband and promised she'll just remove it, but I felt like this was big. Too big to hide from him and he needed to know. She started crying, saying that her dad will punish her and then might call the police on her mom and cause permanent damage. I told her to go to her room, but she still begged and promised she won't do it again. Tension took over the house and my stepdaughter's gone silent to the point where my husband noticed and asked what was wrong. He's now pushing for me to talk, but I feel conflicted. If you find a secret hidden camera in any part of your home, I don't think you could ever be the jerk for wanting to tell your partner who also lives in said house about that secret camera, especially when it's very clearly a spy camera put in there by their ex to, I don't know, watch whatever they're doing in there. And also, he deserves to know how much of a backstabber his own daughter is. Frankly, I think OP would be the jerk if they didn't tell. Our next story is from ConfidenceCold3141. Am I the jerk for using a high, effeminate voice to compliment a girl when her mom was stressing her out? I'm 18-year-old male, and I was with my girlfriend Grace, 18-year-old female. She told me she wanted to go look for some clothes for summer, so I said I'd take her to Marshalls and stuff and we'd get lunch. I was browsing the guy stuff, and I didn't really find too much I liked because everything was just gym clothes. So I went to the dressing rooms because Grace was trying on nice outfits. I could hear this older woman being kind of really mean to this girl, who I was guessing was my sister's age, like 12 or 13. The woman was saying stuff like, that outfit's too slutty or that doesn't fit, get off your butt instead of sitting in front of your phone all day, it could fit, and then a bunch of stuff like that. I felt really bad for the girl, especially when they came out and their face was all cloudy and she looked like she was gonna cry. I don't know why I did what I did next. I popped my hip out and kind of yelled, Girl, where'd you get that top from? You are a whole look. And I did some weird crap with my hand and went, Ugh, I wish I had hair like that. Slay, baby girl. I don't know, it was just the first thing I could think of to say. The girl kind of giggled and did that thing girls do where they're kind of embarrassed but really proud at the same time. The mom had this, who the freak look on her face. Then I saw behind them Grace had come out too and she was standing there with her mouth hanging open and she was mouthing what the freak at me with big eyes. I just grabbed a bottle of skincare, I don't know, and speed walked out of there. Grace came after me and was like, what were you doing? I tried to explain to her that what the mom was saying to that girl was mean and Grace said she heard them too and she was shocked I said something but then she said putting on that voice and saying those things was kind of messed up and it felt wrong to her. I tried to tell her that I think I did it because I didn't want the mom to think I was a creep trying to be weird at her daughter but she just said it was weird and to not do it again. She isn't like mad mad at me or anything but I'm kind of curious if I'm the jerk or not for doing the voice. I would say I don't think OP's the jerk. Clearly, OP was doing it in just an honest attempt to try to be disarming and also in an attempt to basically seem validating for the girl that was dealing with, frankly, emotional abuse from, I'm assuming, their own mom. It wasn't done to put anybody down, to mock any group of people. It was done in an attempt to be disarming and try to build this girl up and make them feel better. This next story is from Tabglid and Confused 889. Am I the jerk? I share four children with my ex. 
They came and told me their father told them not to disclose to his new girlfriend that he has another child from a previous relationship, my four plus one more, five in total. So I made it a point to tell her. Am I the jerk? I share four children with my soon-to-be ex-husband. Before we got together, he had one child whom we were very involved with the whole 12 years we were together. My children love their big sister and see her often thanks to her mother and myself making playdates and keeping their relationship strong. My ex hasn't seen her in years and I believed he stopped being involved in our life when we split. Fast forward as of 2022, my ex and I have been split up for two and a half years. We're still legally married. He's on girlfriend number four or five, I'm not exactly sure. New girl seems nice to my kids, they seem to like her. However, they've been told by their dad not to tell her about their older sister or that we're legally still married. My kids see their older sister more than they see him and are torn on the situation. They've asked why is their dad denying his kids? Am I the jerk for telling his new girlfriend the truth about everything? I understand I have no place in their relationship, however I'm angry about the whole thing and feel like he made me involved when he started asking our children to lie and deny their sibling. I don't think it would make OP the jerk for telling because, honestly, I feel like anybody in that kind of a situation would want to know, even if it comes from a partner's ex. Regardless of where it comes from, you'd want to know if your partner or the person you're dating has a secret hidden kid, right? It's just a pretty important thing to know and find out about the person you're seeing, considering they're trying to go and hide a whole kid they have from you. Our next story is from throwaway57791. Am I the jerk for blowing up on my husband for peeing on my plants? I, 32-year-old female, started getting into gardening nine months ago. I'd planted some of my personal favorite plants in the backyard and they'd been taking time and effort to grow. I love taking care of them and it's become part of my routine. My husband doesn't like it and has made some comments about me wasting time on those plants. Instead of working, I already have an office job, or taking care of the house, I do 90% of chores. I didn't pay much attention to him because I too nag him about spending too much time playing video games. At least gardening has benefits. Yesterday I was at work and when I came home to check on my plants, I started noticing a really strange smell of pee. My plants looked like they had a dog pee on them or something, but it was strange because we don't have a dog nor does the neighbor have dogs. I went inside the house and asked my husband to scout the smell of pee. He nonchalantly said that the toilet was clogged, but didn't have time to get it fixed. Then he needed to pee, so we rushed to the backyard and did it. I was shocked. I blew up saying he peed on my plants, but he said he wasn't paying attention to where he was peeing because he really needed to go. I unloaded on him and said I put money, time, and effort to take care of my plants, and now they smelled like pee and are probably damaged. He lashed back saying it was not a huge deal for me to blow up like that and accused me of wanting him sick from holding it in rather than getting my precious plants wet. I felt disgusted. I couldn't even come near them. He left in the evening to see his dad and get him involved in the argument. His dad told me to let it go and that I really overreacted because the plants were okay. But I really felt the disrespect with what he did. You would have to really, really be in a tight spot to be in such a bad shape that you have to just unload and start doing your business right there, wherever. It seems probably premeditated to me. They could have gone anywhere else. Frankly, OP works and does 90% of the chores, and their partner disrespects their one hobby as well. I don't think OP's the jerk. 
and I think it's worth considering what they have in that relationship. Our next story is from Throwaway Formula 893 Am I the jerk for taking multiple containers of formula out of a couple's cart due to the formula shortage? 26-year-old female if that matters. My husband and I just had our first child last month. I haven't been able to find formula anywhere. He's on a sensitive brand of formula due to the fact that I wasn't producing enough milk to feed him. Last week, I drove two hours to another store just to get some of his formula. The shortage has been very exhausting and stressful to deal with, so when it finally said that my local store had some in stock, I immediately rushed over. When I get to the aisle, I saw an older couple taking some formula off the shelf. The aisle was small, so I just waited patiently. I realized they weren't stopping, and eventually they had about 40 cans of formula in their cart, emptying the shelf. I spoke up, asking if I could have just about four cans for my newborn at home. The husband scowled at me and they started pushing their cart away. I said excuse me and that they couldn't just take all the formula when I clearly needed it as well. They said they got there first and that they had twins to feed, so basically not their problem. I was stressed and furious at this point, so I cut in front of their cart and started grabbing a few cans. I figured they hadn't paid for any of this, so why not? I wasn't going to let my baby go hungry because they wanted to grab all the formula. Obviously they weren't happy about this and started yelling all sorts of stuff at me, but I quickly made my exit. They called me selfish, jerk, etc. A manager came up to me as I was checking out and said that next time I should get assistance instead of grabbing it. He explained there was a limit and they wouldn't have been able to buy it all anyways. I feel justified, sorta, in my actions, but I'm not sure if that was totally correct. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk because it's a very stressful situation and they're just trying to make sure that their baby doesn't go hungry, especially at, frankly, the most important time of their life developmentally. I think it goes without saying that panic buyers like this is what exacerbates the shortage issues. Just look back at the start of COVID with toilet paper. People would empty the stores with rolls stacked to the ceiling in their bathrooms, and it just made the problems worse. Everybody would panic and just buy as much as they could, and that just took it from a concern to a legitimate issue because everybody's buying 10 plus when they should just buy 3, and they'll be alright. What OP did here would probably conventionally be a jerk move, but when you add in the context, there's no way that you can call OP a jerk. Our final story of the day is from Spiritual Progress 938. Am I the jerk for telling my son his house was dirty and his wife needed a shower? I've been up all night thinking about this, so I hope it makes sense. My son and his wife welcomed a baby boy two weeks ago, both are 23. My son called me and said, would I like to spend a week with them? I said as long as it was okay with his wife, I'd love to. Well, I got there, he collected me from the airport, we talked, had lunch, then went to his place. When I got there, my daughter-in-law Megan was hurrying around trying to tidy up. She told me she only found out that morning I was coming. I looked at my son and he went red, then said it was time to meet my latest grandchild. As I was walking in, I noticed the house wasn't clean and that Megan looked like she hadn't showered in days. It didn't sit right with me, but I've had 12 children, so I know things get messy fast, especially when you're tired. After meeting the baby, my son said, I'll leave you girls to talk. I'm just going to pop out for an hour to the gym. So I asked Megan how she was getting on with motherhood. She told me it was beautiful, but she was exhausted with feeds every two hours. It didn't sit right with me the way she said every two hours. 
so I asked her if she would like to nap or do whatever while I look after the baby. In my 61 years of living on this earth, I have never seen an adult fall asleep faster. I looked after the baby for 4 hours and made lunch till Megan woke up and took a shower. After a day of watching my son, who's on paternity, do nothing but look at me and Megan when the baby cried? No help with the household work, nor cooking, which he should be doing all himself because she just had a c-section. I usually don't involve myself in my kids' relationships, but he got on my freaking nerves. And no, he wasn't raised like that. So I told Megan she was being a doormat, and that she smelled like she had an infection, and that she needed to be on bed rest, and that my son should do 100% of the cooking and cleaning rather than act like a single teenager. They had a fight, and my son told me I was a Karen and a witch for calling his home dirty, and his wife smelling. Me and Megan didn't fall out. She's asked me to watch the baby for a me day, which my daughters and I have paid for. But my son, who isn't here, said I ruin his marriage and that it's all my fault his wife isn't talking to him. I think OP's definitely not the jerk. OP didn't ruin their marriage. OP opened the wife's eyes to just how awful OP's son was being to her. I just feel bad for any mother in a situation like this where they deliver their baby and they're still saddled having to do everything. Imagine having a major surgery like a c-section is, be recuperating, having to feed your baby every two hours, and having to do the bare minimum as far as chores and housework to make sure everything else doesn't fall apart, while your own partner just sits around on paternity leave and enjoys themselves. How much more awful can it get? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk Here story that was even more insane than the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time for some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.